Hi, everyone. Welcome to For the Love of Chad with Allison and Sarah. Hello, everybody. We are back at you. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm going to try to push through for y'all. Yeah, we're like the walking wounded. I am fresh off jaw surgery. We're like not thriving. (laughs) I know. We are here for you. We're trying to entertain regardless of the pool of sweat I am sitting in. Yes, the gaping stitches and hole in my mouth. But, you know, here we are. (laughs) We're real cute, guys. Real cute. Yeah. The swelling has gone down. I look much more like myself. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. She looks fabulous, guys. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about dates that seem like they're never ending. And you want to get out of them. You just don't know how. And I'm sure I've been on dates where the man has felt the same way about me wanting to get out of the date. Sometimes the vibe's just not there and the connection's not there. It's no fault to anybody. But Yeah, sometimes, though, there is no fault to everybody. Sometimes, though, there is certainly fault. And that's why it needs to end. So, you know, a lot of the stories I'm about to share, it's it's very clear who's at fault here. No accountability, pushing it on everyone else. <laughs> you know, I'm again, I am sure that there were times where like we just both were interested and we went our separate ways, but I don't feel like those are the stories for today. Yeah, but also sometimes people will say, well, if you're not interested, just say you're not interested. Mm. I've tried it. I've tried that. I'm like, honesty is the best policy. If someone's not interested in me, I'd rather you just say so rather than you ghost me and thinking that you got killed on the side of the street or something. Or yeah, for you true. to say that you're interested but so busy and you're keeping me on the hook, just give me a nice little cutoff there. I'll appreciate that. But when I've tried that with other people, they don't appreciate it so much. And there's a lot of backlash and there's a lot of follow-up questions. But we're going to go through our, some of our experiences and hopefully you guys can relate. Yeah. And if any of you at any point in this were like, you know, I think they're making this up or I don't think they're being honest. Today's episode should really steer you the other way, because the fact that we are about to share stories that we're going to share today, this is we are an open book. We are going to tell you exactly how it is. I'm about to hold nothing back. And so you're welcome. (laughs) Well, I was terrible when I was living in the suburbs and trying to go on dates. I was like, okay, if I put all this effort into driving to the city and meeting these people, and it's not that easy for me to go on these dates, I would just stay for as long as desired. So I would go on these like six hour dates Mm. and which was terrible, terrible. It was when I was younger. So I was like, I'm just having fun with it. I made the effort to be out here. Like at least we can jive as friends. No, I was so bad at just like departing and ending things. People say your date should be no longer than one hour. Yeah, I felt that initially as well. But then it was just it got to a point where I started, I think, to value my own time. And I'm like, if this is terrible, I have such little free time. Why am I going to waste my free time in an experience that I am literally counting the minutes until it's over? So I think I've started to develop either more creative or more honest ways for the situation to end. Like I no longer go to dinner. If it's a first date, I mean, you get a beverage, you get drinks or you get coffee. That's how mine was. Do not, I'm not trapping myself into a meal any longer. I learned my lesson there. That was always my approach. I've only gone on two dinner dates, but 
I was going on six hour dates with just beverages and homegirl is a lightweight. <laughs> and I was on a date with a guy and he's six five and he just keeps hopping from bar to bar to bar with me. And every time he wanted to do a shot of whiskey. Ew. But I was like, well, I'll do a buttery nipple before we discussed buttery nipple was my shot of choice. This was like, <laughs> this was a wild circle conversation. This was a while ago. So I truly, um, I'm not a shot person now. Never really was, but I was going with it, you know, rolling in my young 20s. Oh, yeah. But I am half his size and we're hopping at every bar and he's getting a shot. And then I was like, you know what? I'm kind of a lightweight. I'm done with the shots. Like you can get shots. Like I'm done with it. I went to the bathroom. I come back and he has a shot ready for me. I said, <gasps> I, I was like, I said, I can't do another buttery nipple. He's like, well, this one's uh, just whiskey. So not really the buttery part, more just the nipple part. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? So it was in that moment when I realized this guy is probably not the guy for me. Um, Yeah. Oh, my God. He seemed genuinely interested, though, like on the first date talking about how we'd split up the holidays and stuff and going to a pumpkin patch for date two. So I think he didn't have bad intentions. It was just like our connection of what we were hoping for wasn't the same Mm -hmm. like I don't know how he thought that someone half his size could go shot for shot with him I have zero idea plus he was a bartender before so he was like he was able to crush this but um see I had the opposite experience to you almost granted like I'm certainly not a lightweight and I champion myself that I can drink a considerable amount but yeah I mean, I was on a date with a guy that kept being like, oh, like, do you want another? And like, we were vibing, like we were having a good time. So I was like, okay, like fine by me. And we were both drinking like IPAs, which I mean, I can have like four or five. Yeah. After three, this man is trashed. Oh and I'm like, my God. literally, what do I do? Like, I feel fine. He's wasted. And I'm like, okay, I can't be here anymore. He's so drunk. And then I'm like, did he I mean, can this- before the date? He was just so nervous. I don't know. Maybe he was a lightweight, but then it's like, why would you drink in excess on a first date? I don't know. And then I'm like, oh my God, like, is this man going to be able to get home? And then I'm like worrying about how this man's going to get home. Oh like, I'm the one trying to get out of this date. Like, no, it was terrible. Wow. Don't yeah. get too drunk on the first date. Yeah. That's when, like, should be a rule. And when they say they don't want any more shots, don't order more shots. Like that, that part I didn't really appreciate. I don't know that shots need to be ordered on a first date at all. No. I think that's a no. Especially after the age of 24. Let's not do that. But at the end yeah. of the night, he was like saying goodbye to me. And luckily he's like three feet higher than my head. So I was like, if he came in for a kiss, I was going to have a good head start. Like I would know about it ahead of time because there was that extra effort in how much space there was between our faces. But he was like saying goodbye and stuff. And I was like, I'm embarrassed to say this. But I said, if you kiss me, I'm going to kick you. And I ran. You did not. Yes. And as I'm running into my Uber and he's I just hear him say, Oh, well, I really want to as I'm running into my Uber. First off, like, isn't that a red flag for him? If you try to kiss me, I'm going to kick you. 
you literally running into the cab and he still said he wanted to. So then I get in the cab and my Uber driver called JP and he's like, (laughs) you remember the Uber driver's name? Oh yeah. Because it turned into a whole incident, which I'm just, oh dear, which I'm just reflecting on now while like speaking this into existence. (laughs) I like should not share this. Oh, don't worry. I have some absolutely mortifying events that I'll be sharing with the group. If anybody wants to know why I'm sharing these stories, it's because I probably have a fever right now. Let's blame it on the fever. (laughs) She actually is not going to remember tomorrow telling you all of this. (laughs) So I get in the car. He's like, oh, how's your night going? And I'm like, mind you, I've had a bunch of shots. I'm like, JP, I just had a terrible day and I just feel so bad. And he pulls over the car. I'm only 10 feet away from my date. He pulls over the car. He's like, hop in the front seat. So I get out of the car. I hop in the front seat. He's like, tell me everything. And I'm like, I just feel so bad because this guy seemed interested in me. And I don't know why, because he's a good looking guy. He seems really nice. But for some reason, I'm not really feeling the vibe. And I feel so guilty for not being into it. And he's just giving me this whole therapy like session about how it's okay. And sometimes it just doesn't work out with certain people. But But like, it's best that he knows it's this whole therapy session. And this guy's like 50 years old. And I'm looking at him as a father figure right now. Not that I need one. I've got a fabulous father. But in this moment, I'm bonding with JP. And he's giving me advice. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, what a fabulous man. And then Oh, Oh, no. Then he asked for my number. Shut up. And he goes, in case you ever need Uber rides, I will be there for you. So I was like, and so in my head at that moment, I'm like, awesome. Great. I've got an Uber hookup. And so I'm like, great. Thanks for an awesome ride. And thanks for the therapy session. And then he starts texting me that he's around the area he'd like to meet, but I ignored him and eventually stopped. But it was a scary moment for me. And I feel bad admitting how dumb I was. That is hysterical. I, at the beginning of your story, though, could not help start to think of like all the horrible kissing stories that I've had on dates. Because I feel like even if the date kind of goes well, they can really put the nail in the coffin with the kiss at the end. Like you either want it or you don't want it. Like it can just be bad. I distinctly remember this as being one of the worst end of night kisses I have ever had. I called an Uber. It's like cold. He like walks me to the Uber. I'm thinking he's like being so nice. He opens the door. I'm like, wow, chivalry is not dead. Yeah. Oh no. The man immediately like pushes me up against the like side of the car and starts trying to make out with me on the Uber with the door open. I'm like, oh my God, this poor Uber driver. I'm like, bro, no, stop. This is not the time. You could have kissed me back in the bar. You could have kissed me before the Uber got here. We are simply not going to make out pushed against the side of this poor man's no. car. Yes, it was horrid. So I literally had to like push him off and be like, okay, like talk soon, <laughs> which I shouldn't have said because that was a lie. Okay. I had no intention of speaking to him soon, but I had to get out of that situation yeah. so fast. I got in the Uber. My face had to be like 50 shades of red. I profusely apologized to this man like, all the way home. Uber drivers. I don't even think he really cared, but. The amount of stuff that they've probably been exposed to is insane. Oh, insane. 
absolutely insane. But yeah, I mean, and the kiss was like wet. It was terrible all around. And I was like, no, 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 we're done. That's it. Thank you. Thanks Sometimes for when you say like talk soon or something, when you're so uncomfortable, that's like the yeah, fastest way to get out of it. Like we said, we've tried the other way around and it turns into like them getting more aggressive or getting mm-hmm. upset and asking yeah. like 50 questions mm-hmm. and sometimes that's just the easiest way to handle it. Say, great, talk soon. Had yeah. so much fun. <laughs> no, I don't say that I had fun unless I did it, but I the talk soon... I will be honest, is my panic line. That's like, I need to get out of here right now. Now, if anybody goes on a date with Sarah and she says, talk soon, they're going to be like, shit, I'm not hearing from her again. Yeah, shit, time to go. It's over. She's never speaking to you again. But speaking of someone getting mad at you when you're honest with them. So I went on this other date and I had stalked him before. We have talked about this. And I, I felt good about the level of stalking that we were at. I'm like, okay, so this is in Boston. He's like, okay, do you want to go to this bar in the seaport? Which is like a really like nice, fun area of Boston. So I was jazzed. I was like, this is going to be great. We get there. He picked the bar. He picked the time. He, everything. He was like, meet me at this bar at this time. We'll get drinks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So we get there and we're sitting at the bar and he's like, okay, like go ahead and order. So I ordered, I don't even remember. I think a beer. And then the bartender like looked at him and he goes, I'll just have a water. I was like, are you not drinking? And he was like, no, I don't drink. And I was like, invites you to a bar. Yes. And he doesn't drink. I was like, um, okay. A coffee date didn't sound good to you? Yes. He was like, is that a problem for you? And I was like, well, it's a little weird to be honest. Like, I feel weird drinking in front of somebody that doesn't drink. Like, I don't know why you don't drink. For all I know, there could be like, I don't even know. So many reasons behind it. So then he literally starts getting pissed. He's like, I don't know why you're making this such a big deal. Like, I don't know why you're so upset that like, I don't drink. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not at all upset that you don't consume alcohol. Like that's your personal choice. But why would you not ask me on a date then that did not involve alcohol? Like, it's weird that you asked me to a bar so that like, I could sit here and drink in front of you and you're just going to drink water. Like, We could have gone on a walk. We could have gone and gotten coffee. We could, there's a thousand things in Boston we could have done. But he asked you to consume alcohol where you might not be thinking as clearly and he's completely sound of mind. That's where it gets a little sketchy. Yeah, I was like, okay. So, I mean, I don't even know if I finished my drink. And I was like, you know, I'm really not comfortable in this situation anymore. I have to go. And he was so pissed and he was like, you're so shallow for like making this a big deal. I can't believe you won't even finish the date because I don't drink alcohol. Calling me an alcoholic. I'm like, bro, what do you not see about this situation? That is so weird. Yeah. He's not seeing it from the female's view. No, I'm like, you can think whatever you'd like about me, but I have to go. I'm not doing this today. (laughs) I'm so sorry. And that I did get up and leave. Good. I wish I I had done that much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I try not to just like get up and leave in the middle. I try to like at least ride it out to like a good concluding point. Sometimes you can't though. Sometimes you know in your heart of hearts it's time to go. Yeah. I've known in my heart of hearts it's time to go, but I still (laughs) just ride it out. But it had never, I had never had somebody who was like just that mean to me. Other than the guy who kept telling me I was ugly, but... (laughs) 
I still wrote that out because I was in the middle of eating some brisket. So I was like, well, as soon as I finish my meal, I'll be on my way. <laughs> Meat over man's. Yeah. But I went on a date with this guy and I think about this almost every day and I feel so bad. <laughs> I, it's like I think about it every day and they happen like seven years ago and I like Allison. the amount of guilt I just feel <laughs> so bad. I went on a date and he, the guy was so nice, but I couldn't really tell if I was really vibing with him that much. Like maybe as a friend, couldn't really tell if there was an attraction there. But then at the end of the date, he whips out this box. It has wrapping paper on it. And he's like, open it up later. So at the time I had still been living in the suburbs with my parents and I get to the train on my way back and I open it up and it's insomnia cookies. He knows that I really like cookies, but he talked about insomnia cookies. I'm like, I've never tried them before. He bought the insomnia cookies put them in wrapping paper, and then gave them to me at the end of the date. So I was like, that was so thoughtful. Okay, let's see. Like, maybe I'll, maybe there will be an attraction. Let's see. So mind you, I'm still living in the suburbs. I go out with my friends. And at the time, like, when I had been going out with my friends, occasionally I would ask, like, the guy if he lived nearby if he wanted to just, to just stop by really quick and, like, say hello. That way it wasn't too big of a commitment on my end because I wasn't driving into the city. It wasn't a big inconvenience for them since they lived down the street. And then I was able to kind of assess a little further if I was even interested. But this guy said, I'm just going to stay for a drink. And it was the most awkward conversation I have had to no fault of his own. But like, it just, it, there wasn't a vibe there for me. Yeah. And I'm with my friends and they're all laughing, having a good time. And I'm stuck in a very boring conversation. And I'm literally, I'm starting to fall asleep because it's literally boring me to tears. We don't oh have the same God. interest, but I'm starting to fall asleep. And so I'm like literally pinching myself, trying to stay awake. And <laughs> the amount of like ecstasy that I was feeling when I saw he was on his last few drops of his beer, the pure joy that was writhing through my body, I cannot explain. But as soon as he starts to guzzle his last drip, he eyes to the bartender and points one more. Shut up. I swear... <laughs> I almost started crying. I almost started crying. And I was like, we, we, we only agreed to one drink. I'm trying to stay awake. I'm trying not to cry. And he's like, well, I thought it maybe I could have one more. And he's like literally nursing the drink like none other. He finally finishes. I thought he had left. I didn't realize that he put his coat on the other side of the bar and put it on a coat rack. So mm -hmm. I turned to my friends and I start talking and I'm like, that was so boring. I was not interested at all. All of a sudden in my peripheral, I see him walking by me and because he went the other way. So he grabbed his coat and as he's going back by the exit with his coat, he hears me telling my friends how I was not interested and I was bored to tears and it was terrible. I felt so bad. I never heard from him again, but I felt so bad that he heard me say that. I did not think he was around. I was just having a conversation with my friends who were there to witness it. I still to this day cringe. It was like seven years ago, but every day I feel so bad. And I'm like, maybe this is what was the reason that I'm now cursed when dating. This is now <laughs> my penance. Oh gosh. I don't know that I have any 
that I feel guilty about, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Maybe I've blocked them all out. Yeah, I'm really trying to think. I don't think I feel guilty about all of them. I think all of these, there was a clear, clear turn off. And that's where I was like, this needs to end. And he might have been upset about the turn off. But yeah, I, I wasn't mean to any of them. I respectfully ended them, whether they agreed with my decision or not. Yeah. I mean, I was never outright mean to any of them either, except that one on accident. He heard me and I'm, oh, I guess I, I guess I should move on from that conversation. <laughs> Anyways, have you ever had this happen to you? I hate, I love like a little surprise to a date. Like you don't have to tell me everything that we're doing. And not to sound like an epic diva, but you have to give me like a little bit of a heads up so that I can appropriately dress for the date. I had a man that like wouldn't really tell me what we were doing. And to be fair, I guess I would have should have worn like more appropriate shoes. I wore like booties with a like fairly low heel. Mm -hmm. This man wanted to go on like a 10 mile walk of the city of Boston. I think my toes were bleeding at the end. I should have worn sneakers. Sir, you should have told me we were going to do nothing but walk. I'm perfectly fine to take a very long leisurely walk, but just allow me to dress appropriately. I was in like physical agony. My feet hurt so bad. And I was trying so hard not to sound like a brat and be like, I can't walk any further. But like, actually, the shoes were not made for walking. Why would he think that that would be okay without giving you a little heads up? Like you do the Ironman, you do marathons and nonstop. You could handle a walk, but like the shoes make all the difference. I know. And we had talked about how I had recently run the Chicago Marathon. And I don't know if he took that as she wants to do something athletic, which I totally didn't mind. I love a good walk. Boston is a great place to walk, but just let a gal know enough to pick the appropriate shoe. Oh my gosh. I would have been miserable. I was, I would have just, I would have stopped and I would have said, you know what? We got to pull over have a coffee or something and I'm done with the walking I thought about it but it's like the conversation was going so well and I didn't want it to sound like okay I can't walk anymore and I didn't want to be a baby and I kept thinking this has to be almost over and like with every block I'm like this might be the end and I just kept thinking it was going to end I would have asked it 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 didn't end oh my gosh (laughs) I would have asked him what size shoes he wore and see if he wanted to switch with me so he could also, so you could get some comfort and he could also, you know, empathize with the pain that you were going through. Yeah. There's been a few times that I've been in physical agony during a date and that's why it needed to end. Another time was we had gone out to dinner. This was not a first date. This was several dates in. Mm -hmm. We had gone to dinner and he was pretty like well known in the area and the server kept bringing us bottles of wine that individuals from other tables had sent to our table what the heck who are you going out with Gordon Ramsay we literally I like how how Gordon Ramsay is the first famous person (laughs) I thought of that other people would be so impressed by that they're sending not like someone cool no Gordon Ramsay from Hell's Kitchen well, you also thought when I was talking about Tom Brady that I was talking about Wayne Brady. I know. My, <laughs> when my you were brain... talking about hot men, you threw out Leslie Nelson. So No, I said he would be like not the hot guy. Your ability to come up with a good example on the fly are not superb. Yeah, my improvisational skills are a little lacking. <laughs> a little lacking. So we legit had three bottles of red wine at dinner. 
Wow. I am sloshed. Not blacked out, but I'm much too drunk that I prefer on a date. But I felt like it was rude not to finish the wine because people were sending it over. And people were clearly like watching our reaction to like see if we enjoyed it and like all this stuff. So I'm like, oh my God, we have to drink it. Yeah. So we were not far from his apartment. And I'm like, okay, we got to go. I should have... I think about this all I should have peed before we left. I'm like, okay, his apartment's not far. We're going to walk home. Like, not a big deal. Oh, no. Halfway through, he wants to stop and, like, appreciate the scenery. I oh, had to pee my so bad. I could literally feel my kidneys burning. They I'm were now shutting su- down. <laughs> I'm now sweating. I'm like, what do I do? You look like an ass by not wanting to like sit here and appreciate the scenery. Then he's trying to be so romantic, I think, and like kiss in front of this beautiful backdrop. And all I can think of is like, my body is going to explode because I, I hope pee- I don't pee on this man. Literally so bad. Like it even got to the point where I was like, is there any way that I can do this discreetly? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. think I can. The thought crossed my mind if we're being honest. I finally had to be like, listen, I see what you're trying to do. I appreciate it. But like, we have to go back to your apartment right now or I, I'm going to die. And yeah. I'm not trying to ruin this beautiful moment, but we, we have to go. We have to go right now. So now the lesson that Sarah learned is to wear depends so it doesn't kill <laughs> the mood. I think it's one bottle of wine at dinner is enough. And go pee Number before one. you leave. Yeah. I mean, the level of literal physical pain and anxiety that was going through my mind. Yeah, I've I've definitely had that, but on my cab ride home, not like within the actual date, thank God. Yeah, I think the walking was not helping. No. I I seriously considered, like was very much wondering if I was going to make it back to his apartment. Yeah. Very much wondering. Well, I'm glad you did. I thought yeah, maybe I thought maybe it was going to be a failure story about how you didn't make it. No. I was like, wow, she said she's really going to let it all out this episode. Oh, no. I think there are ones that would be on this list that are honestly more mortifying than if I had peed my pants on a date. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I'm still wondering who that Gordon Ramsay guy was. Was he like the mayor of Boston or something? (laughs) He is not the mayor. I won't push. I won't push. Pretty Um, well to do. But usually. I want to blow his cover. (laughs) (laughs) Not trying to out the poor guy on this podcast. Yeah. Usually my dates would go like six hours because I would just be like so bad at like just ending it. But I did have a date more recently and it was brunch. And. It went for just one hour. I was like, wow, this oh. is amazing. This is what all the dates should be like. It should just be like a, a nice get to know you, brief thing, see if there's any connection, but then you can part ways and then decide if you want to go out again. Not a six hour ordeal, but I got there and it was like kind of a cutesy, nice brunch place. And he shows up. A, he lived four buildings down and he shows up late and all he had to do was come like literally down the street. He shows up late. I'm waiting for him. And then he shows up in this weird hoodie. And I'm like, wait, you're wearing like an athletic hoodie and we're on a date like that. A, you're late and B, it's not because you were trying to put in effort on your appearance. Mm -hmm. 
But then it was very much like an interview that I was on. He was just trying to get That's to the answers. The worst. He was just trying to get to the answers really quick, get through all these questions. It was not engaging or responsive to any of my answers. Like he was listening. It was like he had all the this list of things that he wanted to know from me. And he was just checking it off his little box. Oh, God. But then he ordered like some big brunch. He didn't order mimosas. I thought we were going to have mimosas, but that's fine. So I didn't want to order mimosas since he wasn't. All I did was I ordered a $2 oatmeal and the date ended. That's what you ordered for brunch. Yeah. Oh, for the love of God. I know. I'm not a really big breakfast person. So I just went with the oatmeal. (laughs) But anyways, the date ended like 45 an hour into it. I'm realizing that it's probably not going to, we're not meshing well. He did not engage with me as well. He did not seem interested in me at all. But then we're leaving and he's like, I'll walk like a certain, because I was going to walk back, but it was an hour walk for me. And he was walking back and it was literally down the street. So we walked a little bit together. And while we were walking, he saw a dog shelter. And he's like pausing, standing out by the window. I keep walking and he like shouts out to me, hey, you want to go into the dog shelter? No. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, Allison, you're really allergic to dogs. There's no reason for you to go in this dog shelter. He doesn't really seem interested in you and you're not really interested in him. You don't plan for a second date. So just say no to the dog shelter. What do I say? Yeah, sure. Sounds fun. I go into the dog shelter. I've never been in a dog shelter. I was like, at least I'll know what it's like. It was depressing. All the dogs are like highly sedated and they're all crammed in these little cages. And I just felt bad for the dogs. And he's like, oh, wasn't that fun? I was like, yeah, if you like seeing dogs miserable, I guess. And he was like, what? Anyways, it felt like I was breathing through a straw while I was in there. I have no Hmm. idea why I agreed to it, but great story, Allison. Tell it again. (laughs) I mean, we already established that we both have horrendous dog allergies. I have gone on like second and third dates with guys with dogs and I have gone back to their place when they have a dog and I'm like, counting the minutes until I feel like I'm actually not going to be able to breathe, but I've sucked it up and I've let it go. And I'm like, this is not the time to bring this up. Like you bring this up later. I don't know. It seems like a conversation to have too early, but I've sucked it up for them. Uh, But the fact that I was in a dog shelter that was super, super cramped, the amount of allergens that were just passing through the air. I was like, wow, it wasn't just a one-off with a dog. You probably could have handled that a lot better. Yeah. You brought up a tire. I have had a man show up in a hoodie before. And I'm like, sometimes there's like a time and a place for that. Yeah. If we're at a dive bar, if we're going on a 10 mile hike, wear a hoodie. But I love hoodies too. Yeah. I don't mind dressing casual, but if it's a second or third date and we're going to dinner or we're going to a nice bar or we're going somewhere nice, like maybe no go on the hoodie. Yeah. Like I had a man show up in a, like a gray hoodie, like one of the, like, I'm going to go run, uh, what are those called? Wind sprints on a football field hoodie, not like a Lululemon hoodie. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, all right, like, it's fine. I'm not going to judge you right away that you couldn't throw on any nicer shirt than this hoodie, but fine. 
Well, then come to find out that he does personal training on the side, which is like, okay, I'm into fitness, love to do fitness. I can talk about fitness, but I feel like we all know those stereotypes of that like gym meathead that all they want to do is talk about fitness Mm -hmm. and their diet and cutting and PR, all the things we, we know the man. Oh, yep. This was him. This man, the entire dinner was like, this isn't vegan. This isn't this. I'm like, oh my God, like, what am I going to be able to eat in front of this man that he's not going to judge the shit out of? And then finally I was like, you know what? Just eat what you want. Like, I don't think you're going to please him regardless. Your choices are your own, sir. Don't put them on me. Yeah, like counting the macros of everything on the menu. I'm like, we should have just cooked dinner at your place. (laughs) Yeah. So he's going on and on about all the food or whatever. And then he starts giving me a rundown of every protein powder on the market and which one I should be using and all of his recommendations. And then he's like, you should let me write out a meal plan for you. I'm like, okay, so you're essentially asking if you can write me a diet. That's what you're doing right now. Are you for real? Like, sir, come on. I was like, no, I'm good. And he's like, well, I don't know if he said if you're nice or like if you play your cards right or something, like I'll even offer to train you for free. Oh God. I'm like, sir, are you serious? No, I'm good. I don't need to sit here. You're clearly judging me. No, no more. We're not doing this. This this needs to end now. It's time to go. (laughs) I dated someone who for a long time who was really big into the gym, but it wasn't like, oh, you can't eat that or you can't eat this. And if he ever gave me workout advice it's because I asked for it this man was literally putting you on a diet on the first date what I was like that's so awkward like is that how you're trying to woo me right now no but he'll give you a discount on the workout sessions like no absolutely not then I'm like are you even going on dates to like is this actually a date are you trying to get new clients yeah (laughs) because are you using me this right now because come on no get off the apps then oh my gosh no I went on a date with someone it was like a first date and he was just saying how it was really big deal he was going out with me right now and I noticed that all of his videos on his Instagram when I stalked were of him doing leg presses or squats or whatever And I was like, oh, why? Because this was your normal gym hour. He's like, yeah, it feels really weird not being at the gym. This is my normal gym hour. So it's a really big deal that I took the time to be with you. And I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Thanks so much. Would you like me to feel guilty that I pulled you away from the gym? Yeah. Like you couldn't have done your squats a different time. Like this is a first date and this is what you're leading in with. I already know I'm going to play second fiddle for the end of time. When it comes to the me in the gym, I'll always be second fiddle. So this is fun. Yeah. I love to when you're clearly second fiddle to the ex, when all they do on the date is talk about the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear about your ex. Why are you talking about her right now? I don't want to know anything about her. I don't even need to know that she exists. Unless we're at the point, one, we're dating. Two, I'm asking about your prior dating history. Mm-hmm. Do not bring up an ex ever. Yeah. In the beginning. In the first three. No talk of the ex. I feel like people would always ask me about my exes and stuff. But at the beginning? Yeah. But then Ugh. that was like out of college. I feel like a lot of people, like when I first went on the apps, they wanted to know all your dating history. As I got older, I feel like they didn't really care as much. But I've gotten indefinitely grilled on it. 
But I feel like guys that I've usually gone out with don't want to share much about their exes. But I do love a good story. I would always ask, what are your awkward dating stories from these apps? Yeah, those are good. I would love to hear it. And rarely did anybody have a good story. They're like, what? oh, they're... They're like, oh, they're all like really nice or they were fun or like it only didn't work out because we just weren't interested, but nothing weird happened. I'm like, so it is completely different. The woman's experience than the man's like I have stacks and stacks of stories. And when I ask these men, they're like, no, it was very chill, very normal. And that was the end of it. There was one guy, though. And he told me a story, which I will never forget. He went on a date with this girl, was out at a bar. She passes out. He thought she was dead. The woman was narcoleptic. Shut up. He had no idea. And it was like a friend of a friend. No one told him that she was narcoleptic. Anyway, she had, uh, like, he called the ambulance and everything because she would not wake up. So that was only a funny story. Or I guess it's not that funny. I feel bad for her. But that was the only like crazy story that I've ever heard when I've asked that question on a date. And it was pretty crazy. He went more to... in depth, but that's the gist. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the worst I've ever heard. Um, I had one guy tell me that like all the girl would talk about was like her new boobs and like plastic surgery mm-hmm. and that he was like very turned off by that, which I can fully understand. <laughs> yeah. That's her only the other one. This one topic. I just think. What? I said that was her only combo topic. Yeah, that she like, just kept harping on it and like asking him if he liked them. Oh, and God. And were on it. He said it was awful. But this one will always stick with me because I just think it's so funny. So this is actually, <laughs> this is a friend of mine. So <laughs> they were trying to set up like a coffee date because I don't know. They were unsure about the person and just wanted to do like a quick coffee date. Didn't want to be stuck with drinks or whatever. And we're going back and forth on where they should go get coffee. And (laughs) the guy was like, well, like, I'll just choose the place or whatever. And she was like, okay. He was like, we should just go to McDonald's. I heard they have really good coffee. She was like, are you fucking for real? Oh, Sarah, I did that. No, you did not. Oh, yeah, I did. No, you did not. No, Sarah, it was so bad. It was so bad. You asked to go to McDonald's? Yeah, it was like... Allison. Okay, so let me explain. It was <laughs> seriously... I forgot. It was so bad. It was the first... It was my first dating app date. So I was nervous to go out with this person. I hadn't met him. It's a stranger online. I was very nervous. So I was already in the city. I had a class or something that I was doing. And I was like, well, there's a McDonald's, like, kitty corner to it. So he's like, oh, want to go on a date? I'm like, we can just hang out. And he's like, wait, let's go like have dinner here. I'm like, no, let's just hang out at the McDonald's kitty corner to this building that I'm at. So I had always gone to McDonald's where they're really big inside. No, it was a shoebox. All it was was like the cashier and then three tables on the side. And I also didn't realize that's where all the homeless would hang out. Allison, oh so, my God. Like literally he meets me at the McDonald's. And we're sharing a bench with the homeless guy. I can't believe the man actually met you at McDonald's. Yeah. And he wasn't like, I'm good. Yeah. And he actually was like pretty cool too. So I really fucked that one up. (laughs) But anyways, we grabbed some fries 
And then we go to sit down and we're, it's like one big long bench on the wall. So we've got a homeless person who's sleeping next to us on the bench that we're on in the McDonald's. And then there's other homeless people who are like behind him. And so there are so many flies by them that we keep swatting away the flies while we're trying to like have this date and get to know each other. It was That's- so bad. That is honestly terrible like I forced this man to have a date with me in a shoebox of a McDonald's share a bench with a homeless man taking a nap while three other homeless men are men are behind him fighting and we are swatting away the flies that they brought in it was like I made better decisions in my life afterwards he was like okay do you want to um maybe move to another bar and it was a very nice bar that we moved to after like an hour and I was just so nervous I wanted very minimal pressure and I wanted like very open public space in case it was weird but I chose like the homeless hangout Hmm. have you ever gotten stuck with the bill yeah I hate oh my gosh so many times like fully the full bill yep it's one thing to be asked to split no do not fucking stick me with the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah that has happened to me that was terrible you know this guy but I won't say his name but this was post-college I went on a date with this guy he goes to the bathroom the woman comes in with the check And I felt very awkward to just like wait to put my card down until he came because I didn't want to make assumptions or anything. And so he, I go in and I put my card down and I wait for him to also put his card down. I had one drink. He had multiple, like he definitely had more on the bill than I did. I had what? $6 maybe from my one Bud Light. But he comes back from the bathroom. The waitress then comes over by the check and she goes, okay, is this good for me to take? He goes, yeah, it's good for you to take. And it was just my card in there. Mm. And so she comes back and he, she brings the card back and I sign for it. And he's like, oh, wait, you got it? And I'm like, yeah, you told her it was good for her to take my card. He's like, oh, I wasn't even thinking. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Maybe it was just, maybe it was like really a lapse of judgment and he was nervous or something, but it's like, you literally came from the bathroom. You didn't put down the card and she asked you if it was okay for her to take the check. And you said, yeah, we're good here. And it's like, maybe he thought like she was asking to, I don't know, but he watched her take my credit card. Yeah, that's bad. Um, No, I had one guy like similar, go to the bathroom, come back and the bill had not come out. And he was like, So actually, like, I have to, like, go meet my friends. I was like, okay, cool, cool. (laughs) What? Yep. And he just, like, up and left. And the bartender was like, did he leave? And I was like, yep. Yep, he did. Just up and left. And he goes, this is just going to be on the house. I was like, okay, thanks. So I didn't actually have to pay because this bartender felt so bad for me. That's so nice of the bartender. How much did that guy order? A lot. Like wow. several beers. The tab wasn't huge. It was more the principal. Yeah. Like we were both clearly like done. I didn't really have any interest in seeing him again either. Like it was not the greatest of times. Yeah. And, like I thought we were going to like very mutually part ways. And then he was like, I have to go see my friends. Bye. And like left. You couldn't have yeah. waited another five minutes for the bill to come out and be a respectful human being. That's so sketchy. Like that was, yeah, was deliberate. Horrible. I feel like yeah. I, 
when it happened to me, I think the reaction that he had about how he felt bad, I'm still kind of like thinking maybe it was a genuine mistake, even though I'm kind of confused how he made the mistake. I'm still like, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But that was just terrible. That guy literally walked out on it for you. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Very cringeworthy. Yeah. Another very quite cringeworthy moment. These are getting to like the worst ones. I'll I'll save the very worst one that I could think of for the end. But this was not this was not great. So this was a second date. The okay. first one I thought went pretty well. We just had gotten drinks. Second date, getting drinks again, and we were talking about movies. Like favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And he was like, I wish you could come back to my place and we could watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we, we can. I'm fine to do that if you want to do that. Or like, you can come to my place. And he was like, well, your place is so far. I'm like, okay, then don't come over to my place. So you can go to your place. And he's like, well, we can't go to my place. I'm like, why? He's like, I still live with my parents. I'm like, all right, cool. So yes, no, I, I'm not trying to go home to like mom and dad's and watch a movie with you. He Didn't goes, you want to do like a Motel 8 or something? He goes, so we'll just get a hotel. What? I was like, no. I was joking. No, no he's serious. I'm like, uh, no. I was like, we're not getting a hotel. Also, I said I would come over and watch a movie. Like, I'm not... No. Yeah, she genuinely wanted to watch the movie, not do a Netflix and chill. She genuinely wanted to see the cinematography. I mean, we could have done like a little bit of chilling, but like I had not yet committed to spending the night. Yeah. There was no need for a hotel room. I had a place in the city also. Like, so presumptuous, no. so bold. I'm not getting a hotel room with you. I'm so sorry. I wonder how often he did that on his dates. Yeah, it like creeped me out. It must have been a regular thing for him because it seemed to roll off the tongue. Well, I wasn't there, but I imagine it rolled off the tongue pretty easy for him. Yeah, it wasn't good. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, no. I don't know if it's supposed to be romantic. Um, It wasn't. I didn't like it at all. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. It was too early. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have scared the crap out of me. Yeah, like I didn't know him that well. You weren't ready for the motel. No, it was it was in my scene. I had a roommate and she knew the Craigslist killer. Shut up. She grew up with him. She knew him. So like these are thoughts that I have when I go on these dates. Like what is it? 6 degrees of connection you have with people? I have if I have like 2 degree connection with the Craigslist killer, like that's too close to home. Yeah, I hate that. I'm just extra cautious on these dates. Yeah, that's terrifying. I once went on a date with somebody, though, and he ordered so much. I had never gone on a like a dinner date. I had never wanted to just kind of like commit to that, but it was tacos. So I was like, okay, I like tacos. You know what? I think I could handle that. He orders everything under the sun. Oh, dear. And then he orders food for us to share. And so when he ordered a platter of tacos, I thought it was like, okay, you just grab whichever taco you want. No, like say there was a chicken taco, beef taco, shrimp taco. He got a whole array. I thought that I could just grab like a chicken taco and then I eat the whole chicken taco. And I'm like, oh, wow, you finished yours pretty quick. He's like, I'm not finishing them. We're just eating half of them and then we're sharing them with each other. So this man, all of a sudden- Eat half of one individual taco? Yeah. So I look, no. I look up.
up at this man. It's soft shell, right? So he's putting this taco in his mouth. His mouth is very large. And then he's taking half of it out of his mouth and putting it back on the plate for me to eat. And you can see it all falling from his mouth and it's dropping back onto the plate. Like it's, it feels like he's regurgitating his meal for me to now eat. And it's a first date. A, I wouldn't do that with my like family. B, I wouldn't do that with a man that I had been seeing for ages. Definitely not on a first date. I don't want your regurgitated food. So I'm like, how about we just eat the whole taco and we just select which ones we want. We don't have to like share it. And then I'm like, if you did want to share it, maybe we could just cut it in half with the knife. I was like, they're soft shells. So that's definitely doable rather than me watching you put it in your mouth and it fall back on the platter. So then he's like, gross. it was so gross. And then he says, we'll split the bill. Meanwhile, I ate a sixth of what he ate, but I was like, okay, we'll split the bill. And he's like, you can take the leftovers. So the woman's packing up the leftovers. There's only two tacos there. She's packing up the leftovers for us. He stops her while it's in her hand. He grabs a taco, puts it in his mouth, and then slaps it back on the plate for her to wrap up. And he goes, she's going to take the leftovers. And I go, not anymore. I was like, you can have that now. You can have the leftovers. So I already have a six of what he ordered and we're splitting the bill. Then he says I can take the leftovers. And as she's walking away with the leftovers, he literally eats them. (laughs) And then he's like, should we get the check? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, we could go back to my place. And I was like, no, I think I'm just going to get the check. And then we get the check and we're both like paying for it. And then all of a sudden he asked me to go to his place again. And I said, no, I just want that. He's like, well, if I knew that you really weren't going to go back to my place, I wouldn't have gotten the check so soon. And I'm thinking this has already been too long of a date. So he's like getting upset. And then the next day he's asking me out and I said, no, it's not for me. And he's like, is it because I was too presumptuous? Like, was I offensive? And I was like, no, that's fine. For like some people might be into like that, like really boldness, but I just wasn't connecting. So yeah, that was not a good date. And he then was like texting me on one year anniversary of the dates. No, I only went on one date with this man. All of a sudden one year to the day, I would get a text, happy one year anniversary. And that happened. Oh my God. That happened quite, I still, I think the last time I heard from him was mm, six months ago. And we went on a date four years ago, one date. That is wild. I don't think food should be shared ever. Like it's one thing to share fries where it's like you can pick up an individual fry and put it in your mouth and like, that's your fry or to get like an appetizer for the table. Uh, Many people would say tacos are not a good date food. They're very messy. Many people will say that, but then we're just sharing the tacos. Like that's even a bigger of a no, no. I don't know. Like, yes, eating a taco on a date is not like an easy food to eat, but Mm -hmm. I feel like the vibe of a Mexican restaurant can be like fun. Yeah. I feel like margs are always good to have on dates, no matter where you are. And I feel like it's chill. It's usually cheaper. That's the thing. I was here for the tacos. I was here for it. But then when he's biting into it and it's falling from his mouth and he's like, now it's your turn to eat my regurgitated food, that all of a sudden it just went to another level for me. Yeah. It's very Lady in the Tramp. Like we're not eating the same piece of pasta. 
No. Yeah. No, gross. Okay. So here it is. This is the worst one that I have, I think. Okay. But it has to do with food. So I feel like it goes nicely here. All right. I'm ready. I can't believe I'm sharing this out loud. I might not even be able to get out the whole story. Just bear with me. Absolute it's, suspense. It's awful. So this was not a first date. This was, I don't even know, third, maybe fourth. We were vibing. I liked him a lot. And I think about this. I go back to this moment a lot. And I'm like, if I had let this go, could the relationship have continued? And then I'm like, no, this was so bad. Yeah. (laughs) We absolutely could not have had it continue. And I feel, I do feel bad because he was literally so nice and so cute. And like everything else was fine. This was horrific. We had agreed to watch the movie. We're like, okay, we're going to go to the store and we're like going to get snacks and like have a movie night. Mm -hmm. So we get chips and candy and like movie snacks. Okay. Yeah. Love it. I mean, and maybe part of this was like my fault, but I love Cheetos. Mm -hmm. Cheetos are like my like drunken, high, whatever craving. Regular Cheetos or hot Cheetos? No, regular. Regular. Mm -hmm. I love them. So we're like watching the movie or whatever. And we're like, obviously sitting very close to each other on the couch. And you know what happens when you eat Cheetos, you get that orange powder shit all over your hands. Yeah, I think I might know where this is going. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, looking around for a napkin. I'm like, okay, well, this is like not gonna work. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do I know where this is going? I don't know. I don't I don't think I've ever told anyone this story before. I no, I've never heard this, but like my imagination's going wild and I'm cringing. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, like just get up and like go to the kitchen, obviously. So I like start to stand up and he was like, No, don't get up. This is like the best part. And I'm like, Oh god. <laughs> well, I have to get this shit off my hands because it's it's like annoying me and now I'm like conscious that it's there and I I just have to go get a paper towel. I was like, you can pause it. He's like, no, don't get up, like, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God. Am I just going to have to sit here with this all over my fucking hands? Dead ass. He was like, well, just lick it off. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that in front of you. It's gross. I hate when people do it. He's like, it's not that gross. And I was like, no, it is. Like, I don't love it. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Just, like, let me stand up for, like, two seconds. I'll be right back. Yeah. (laughs) I think I know. He's like, well, if you want, I'll do it for you. And I was like, <laughs> that's where I thought it was going. I was like, you're going to do what? No, if it, no, no, you're not. So then I thought he was being sarcastic, obviously. Yeah. He was like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not fine. You're no, <laughs> that should literally never happen ever in a relationship. You should never fart in front of them and like do not lick Cheeto powder off someone's fingers like literally ever. But people ever. like the licking of the fingers. Like that's no. not that's not no. as like crazy. That he I mean, asked? I cringed thinking about him like literally I think the Cheeto powder made it even like worse. But if everything else was perfect, I don't know. I don't know that that'd be a deal breaker. <laughs> No, I was like, no, you're not licking Cheeto powder off my fingers. That is absolutely disgusting. Well, so then he got mad that I thought it was disgusting. I was like, oh my God, and we're done. <laughs> I need yeah, to go. I mean, it's definitely not the best in my eyes. It's one thing to lick your own. To ask yeah. to lick someone else's. 
I thought he's being sarcastic. I really did. And then it, it almost reminds me of like when you're a toddler and your nose is runny and your dad's like, here, just use my shirt as a tissue. That's what it kind of <laughs> reminds me of. That is hilarious. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like, I just wish he would have just like passed it off as a joke instead of like honing in on it. Oh my God. And like I had said no, that I don't want you to do that. And he like would not let it go. Maybe like, he had it a just got weird fetish. fast. Hold on. Was he the one who bought the Cheetos or you? Maybe this was a planned thing from the jump. <laughs> and he has it a finger me. fetish. It was me. Ugh, I just I just love Cheetos. I don't I don't know what to tell you. In the end, we have had quite a lot of awkward stories. I'm sure mm. that I have caused plenty of awkward stories for other men and they wanted to get out of the date. Sometimes, you know, it's just not a good connection. And I apologize again to the man that I forced to go to a McDonald's for a first date and we had to share a bench with the homeless guy. I'm not perfect either. But these are experiences of where we were uncomfortable and how we wanted to get out of dates, but we weren't always successful with that. Yeah. And I'm sure that we have more stories, to be honest. I held back. We just want you to get a a taste of what we have experienced and why We may sound jaded. Yeah, I hate the dating point. Like, just get me at the point where we're, like, already in a relationship and we're comfortable and all is swell. The getting to know someone in the dating part, especially during a pandemic, is just too difficult. I'm not even seeing my friends right now. Yeah. So to commit and see a stranger in person is just a whole other level. Right. You. It better be, like, a 10. <laughs> I don't want to add any more stories to this list. I feel that I have enough. You know, we'll we'll see. But if you've got stories of your own, you can submit them to fortheloveofchad.podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, fortheloveofchad underscore podcast. We do, we do a lot of funny memes. I think that they're hilarious. I really think that I am like a meme Oh, they're wizard. great. There's some really good ones that are coming. Yeah. And then subscribe to the podcast. Yes. We love you guys sending your feedback and letting us know. Yes, we're loving the feedback. It's so great to hear. Yeah. And when you guys are like posting comments on TikTok and stuff, letting other people know, we are so very appreciative of that. And when you guys have written reviews for us, like that is so kind and it's, it doesn't go past us. We are so appreciative. Yeah. It does not go unnoticed. But I think that's all we got for you today. Yeah. So on that note, thanks for hanging out with us. See you next week.